What's up everybody, welcome back to the Stay United podcast, here to preview Liverpool at home on Sunday. Before I get into that, remember to follow at Pod on Instagram, Twitter, in order to know when new episodes are being released and to speak with a Manchester United and football fan that many of you are. Nothing is bigger than this one, even in the current circumstances. So, Manchester United against Liverpool, at home obviously, and with, you know, the league and our position basically wrapped up, you know, looking like we're going to finish in second place, a lot of people could say, well, this game doesn't really mean a lot to us. Um, We've got Roma in the week, but that looks like that that tie should be done if we go there and do what we do, you know, definitely, definitely if we bag an away goal, that tie should be over, so... I'm not too worried about that game. And at the same time, I'm not too worried about this one, but it's Liverpool, you know, in the end of the day, and we have a chance to bury their miseries even more, considering the season that they've had. You know, they could very much so be back next season with all of their players fit. They could be back to their best. But right now, they're not. Right now, they're struggling. And right now, there's, there's a danger of them not even finishing the Champions League spots. And, you know, they're not in the Champions League anymore. So that means that they'll be playing Europa League football, which for that team is is a huge disappointment. And Jurgen Klopp has, you know, he's played it down and said, well, it's not a problem if this team plays in Europa League. They will still get players, which is probably true. But at the same time, as a player at Liverpool Football Club at this current moment of time, you want to be playing Champions League football. You want to be playing with Europe's elite. And in the Europa League, like many of us know, you know, Arsenal, Tottenham from this season, it's far from that in this competition. But there are still challenges that you will face uh, along the way. Now, Liverpool, they've gone three games without a win in all competitions. But guess what? They will be up for this game. Because like I said before, a team like Liverpool will still believe that they can finish in the top four. And despite their recent slump, and probably their slump all season after their decent start, Liverpool will want to come into this and batter us. Because I feel like there's a, there, there may be a feeling of complacency. And that's what we can't do. You know, Ole said in after the Roma game, we cannot take... Basically, he said we cannot take any game for granted. Whether he meant the Liverpool game, whether he meant the Roma game next week... It reply, you know, it applies to all the games because anything can happen if a team is too cocky. And I think, as you know, what we're building here, it's important to not become complacent. Top teams never underestimate their opponents. If anything, they overestimate them. So that, if anything, if they're that bad, then they'll just get bad because they're giving their all. All the time, 100% of the way. And that's how we need to face these games. Yes, Liverpool have struggled this season. But they're still a top team with top players that can punish our back four, midfield, anything. And we need to be aware of that. Manchester United, Liverpool, it's not a game that should be taken lightly at any point of the season. And look, like I said before, this is a dangerous game because technically doesn't mean much to us but we need to enter the game professionally looking to punish Liverpool 
and, and get there, get them down in the dumps even more. Losing this game is never an option. And another incentive is the fact that if we lose this game, City win the title. Now, I remember when we finished second the last time, I think we beat City and then we went on to get a result that won them the title. In a grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean much because they will eventually win the title. But hey, let's, let's, let's postpone it for one more week. Let's be petty a little bit. Let's go out there determined to try and just postpone this little title celebration for as long as we can. In terms of the injury updates, I've got to look and see if there are any updates. But to be fair, all they said after the Roma game that not, no, there was no injuries to update, which is a good thing for us. Because like I said before in previous episodes, we need as much as the squad as possible to finish out for the rest of the season. So it will be a positive if we don't pick up any more injuries than we already have. In terms of the predicted lineup, as always, if you have the time, because this is a game day pod, be sure to give your lineups on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll see if you agree with mine. And goal, I think Dean Henderson's going to return. Aaron Wambisaka at right back. Uh, Victor Lindelof and Harry Maguire. That's all they go to centre back partnership in the Prem. Luke Shaw at left back. Fred and McTominay, I think, are going to start in the midfield. I think. This is a very Ole-type midfield against a big team. You know, put two workhorses in the midfield and then just have individual brilliance work it out on the counter. Pogba on the left, Greenwood on the right, Bruno Fernandes in Cam and Edison Cavani up top. I would like to see Marcus Rashford get a rest over these next couple of games because I think Liverpool... He can have a rest in this game and possibly he can have a rest in the Roma game because, as I said, we're 6-2 up. And if we can still put out a lineup that will go out there and cause problems in Rome. So, you know, hopefully Marcus won't have to play for the next two games and he can kind of recuperate, get a little rest and then come back stronger next time out. Yeah, and in terms of Edison Cavani in good form, might as well use him as he is in good form. I think he can be a huge threat against Liverpool. Bruno Fernandes, same way. Paul Pogba, even though we love him, we would love him to play in the midfield, he's actually causing a lot of damage on the left and I have to give Ole a lot of credit for that. Yes, Paul Pogba may be a, a bit more effective in the midfield, but the reason why Ole doesn't play him there is because He's not going to be fully effective because he has to do more than he should be doing in the midfield to compensate for the person that's next to him. Because unfortunately, we don't have, uh, you know, McTominay is not a CDM and Fred, he's not exactly the greatest CDM either. He's more of a guy, just an energy player running around the pitch, causing problems and irritant. But he's not one of those CDMs that will sit there and just stay solid in front of that back four. Man, once again, I have to say, apologise to all for this coming out so late, but it's been a hectic, hectic, hectic period and it's starting to slow down now. So, in the end of the day, we should we should be getting back to our regular schedule of getting podcasts out at least a day or two before the match. And, and you know what, what goes with that. 
But yeah, as I said, it's been a hectic period. It's starting to slow down for the summer. So the regular schedule should be back. But listen, enjoy the game today and I'll be back with the match reaction. Uh, remember to follow at StayUTDPod on Instagram and Twitter in order to know when new episodes are being released and to speak with a Manchester United and football fan that many of you are. The Stay United podcast is on many platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts so be sure to listen and share it to your family and friends if you enjoy. Thank you for all the support as always and remember to hold social media platforms and governing bodies accountable for the racism and prejudice behaviour that happens so that rule change can finally start to be achieved. You know, with many people having the social media blackout started, I think, from Saturday or Friday uh, to Monday, I think it's very important to remember that this is just a, a thing to raise awareness. More needs to be done in terms of really punishing these people. I think they can come on social media, racial abuse, players anybody you know because it's it's a worldwide problem it's not just within sport and we need to recognize that and eradicate it as 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 much as we can because not everything can be removed 100% of the way but if we continue to get rid of a lot of people then it will start happening lesser and lesser so that is the most important thing to remember that this is just something to raise awareness and it's happened many times before and then it's kind of gone out of the the limelight of the, the media. So we need to keep on pushing the message and, and pushing for rule change rather than just raising awareness. Once we have the awareness raised, now it's time to capitalise on that and really start to make changes that punish those who think that it's okay to do so. So as I said, keep on pushing the message and until the next time, stay in out of my peoples. <laughs>